Bienvenidos and welcome to the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. It is my pleasure to come to you in this format and share the myriad of interviews that I have done with extra successful entrepreneurs, doctors, and lay people ready to share the best naked tips you can apply in your life and start shining from within now. So enjoy! Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Kidniki Show with Dr. Auda. It's Grateful Wednesday, and yes, today I have my guest next to me. Uh, all this technology is really getting, so we're just going to go on, and everything is going to be magnificent. But uh, we want you to say hi from whatever you're watching from, to share away, because I am positive this conversation is going to be extra naked today because I know this man for a while and he is full of passion and truth and I can't wait to get this conversation started so we're not going to delay it so let us know if you can hear us okay uh, I hope I am live <laughs> we're trying this new thing so if you're there let us know you're there let us know where you're listening from or you're watching from and if you have any questions for this man if you don't know him you're about to know him right now and you should stay tuned in so dr jamie curry welcome <laughs> to the get naked show dr Auda. could you, you please be so kind to introduce yourself for the people that are not you okay so my name is dr jamie curry i am a chiropractor in ontario canada i live in ottawa right now and i got to know this lovely lady Auda, dr Auda, uh through our work uh doing chiro mission and so she is a uh, true servant leader. Uh, very honored to call her a friend and a colleague. And I'm excited for this conversation because it has, oh my goodness, it is definitely something that has morphed my life uh, for the last few years. And I've, I hope to share some insights. Well, we're glad to have you. And JC is just there. And he said there is no echo. That's why we're going to redo your interview, JC Dornick. We love and appreciate you too. So please stay tuned, post questions, and this will be a repeat. Yes, he is the real deal. And we're going to get. So if you have any questions for him, could you please be so kind, JC, to post them right below so I can get to it and we can get real naked here. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> It's so good to see you. I know it has been a while and you have had quite a journey since the last time I saw you. I don't even remember. When was your last mission trip? It My last mission trip was, uh, I think it was September 2014, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Yeah, so it's been, it's been five, five years. I, 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 I can't believe, like just hearing myself say that, I can't believe it's been that long. Oh, me. I, I say it and to me it feels like I'm like, oh, I've been doing this for 11 years. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is just, uh, that's just so crazy. But I like in this show, obviously it's not scripted as most of you know. <laughs> People ask me, what are we going to talk about? I said, I don't know. We'll see. You know, yeah. we'll just let it flow and, and, and see where it goes. Um, why, um, why would you say, why did you go on the first mission trip? Or why did you decide to become a chiropractor? What is your why behind all this drive and the real deal mm -hmm. that said you are? And I know you are. What is the why behind it all? That is a really deep question. So I guess, I think if you asked anyone why they chose to serve, it really boils down to wanting to serve a purpose greater than themselves. Mm 
I know that maybe sounds cliche to some of the people watching, but um, I think we all reach a point in our lives where the awareness of our surroundings and our capacity to do something about it kind of come to a head. And um, I just wanted to make an, a positive impact in people's lives who wouldn't otherwise have had that opportunity. And so I, uh, I jumped on a plane and met uh, JC Dornick and, uh, <laughs> and uh, the rest is history. And uh, my why for being a Cairo, I guess, you know, I make the joke and say, so I'm, a, I'm from a Middle Eastern background. So my options growing up, uh, I'm the firstborn son. My options were doctor, doctor, or doctor. So, <laughs> so, so I chose doctor. Um, and a long, like to make a long story short, um, I thought I was going in one route and, uh, um, you know, my wife's a medical doctor, so I have all respect in the world for medicine, but the, the system had failed my mother and then failed myself. And so through, you know, through those circumstances and synchronicities, I found myself really attracted to a model that, that focused on the body's innate ability to heal. And that's what brought me to chiropractic. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. And, and I've had this conversation. I think, yes, for your background, it's either doctor or doctor. Or that's what you're going to be. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a beautiful part. I, obviously, I know your story of you and your wife. And I've always wanted to just be at your table and hear those conversations. But <laughs> I'm just speaking in your life because I'm sure those are interesting. She seems like I, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting her, mm-hmm. but she's like a, a wonderful fireball passionate woman herself and she i just admire that so much so could you um, picture me with anyone other than that yeah i know right no 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 you're just that's why i want to pick in yeah. <laughs> what I, like, I just you know it was just, honestly marriage marriage turned my life upside down in, in in the in the in the most significant overwhelming way possible and so I mean, to segue into the topic of conversation, mm-hmm. the, well, my wife, you know, my wife's from across the world. She's from Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And so I, <laughs> what started as a, basically an infatuation with the most beautiful creature I'd ever seen uh, and to watch it morph into what it is today, I mean, those that doesn't happen by accident. And so it requires two people to genuinely mind, body, and spirit commit to a goal, or it would not have worked any other way. You know, to ask her to to leave everything she had ever known, you know, to leave her culture, her family, her country, to to give up practicing medicine. At the time, we thought she was going to have to give it up. And for her to be just willing to say, yes, my, my marriage comes first. I mean, how do you not honor someone who's willing to sacrifice that much? It, 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 forces, it forced me to become the man that she already saw me as, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like she, I, I don't know how this woman looked at me in this way. I mean, we... I, it was, it was as though she saw something in me I didn't even see myself. And so, you know, anytime I thought I was going to fail this person, I knew it wasn't an option. I knew that I was going to have to find a way to bring her across the world, 
solidify a life for her here and do everything in my power to get her into medicine in Canada, which is near impossible for, for international residents. And um, so kind of to, to take on that responsibility changed my life. It, it was, I know my strengths and my weaknesses. And I, you know, we all, although I, you know, I'm, we all have our weaknesses. One of the things I'm strong with, one of my strong suits is getting things done when they need to get done. And um, I mean, failure wasn't an option, I guess. Like, that's really the only way to put it. This person trusted me with their entire life. And the overwhelming feeling of respect I had for that and the overwhelming feeling of like, oh, my God, I have to get this done for this person. She, I'm her. This is it. It's on you. Uh, you start asking yourself, it's not so much about being a good guy. I mean, like, there's a difference. There's a difference between just being a good guy and being a, a husband. And I didn't, I can be truthful and say I didn't realize that there was a difference until I started understanding what it really meant to be a husband, like something like a teammate for the rest of your life, right? So it was, it was a lot to take on and it changed my, it's, it's changed my life. Wow. Talk about commitment, right? I mean, I think everybody here and out there, please share a way to all the men in your lives. They need to hear this, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me in trouble uh, Share a way because um, I love hearing you and I love the passion and the certainty. And I think um, I'm going to be raw and naked. And I, I, I think I love that quality in a man. We want to feel that even though we're super independent and we are, we can stand on our own because I'm sure your wife can do all that just by seeing her story, just by, I never even met her. Um, I, I know she can, but she was, you know, she was leaning. We love to be protected, to be led, to mm -hmm. lean, to know that we have such an amazing commitment in the person next to us that no matter what comes our way, it's going to be standing strong. And there's going to be ups and downs and everything, as, as I'm sure you have had oh, yeah. uh, plenty. And and I just, I, I love that quality. And I just wish it was more in our lingo, you know, because we, we give up too easily. We don't want to make that commitment. We don't want to make the decision to love. Because I feel love is that decision. I just asked a couple of days ago in my Facebook, what is your definition of love? And I feel it is, you know, it is more a decision than anything. It's not out of convenience. It's not out of, if they love me, I love you. You know, it's not about if it's the right thing. No, you love because you do. And yeah. because you choose to. And you decide to love. And you and you let go of the outcome. You just keep loving. And you, you surrender. And you release. Uh, and, and I got beautiful answers. But I just when you hear, uh, I think this is a great definition of love for me. Is It's a decision. And I feel mm took such a decision that was so deep within you that you knew you powered through, right? You didn't mm -hmm. know you could. And that's why probably you have had such an amazing change in your life. So can you tell us a little bit more about this change in your life? I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't really know if it was a change. It's just kind of a, I love what you just said about love and a decision. I mean, people ask us all the time how did you guys fall in love like what you know how does this even work and there's yeah. no answer I mean we we just I looked at her she looked at me and we knew 
And it, I'm, try, I'm trying not to make it sound like all airy, fairy, magical. Believe me, there was a long process in there, okay? But at the end of the day, I knew that was my wife. And, and that was it. And, and love, love is a fantastic emotion because it, it, will, it, will, it will tide you through the tough times. But I would say as important as love is, that emotion is going to wane and it's going to, it's, it's going to come up and down, right? So more, just as important as the love that you have is you must be with someone who, who you respect wholeheartedly and who can be relied upon because life is difficult. And, and if you have any doubt in your mind that the person to your, to the side of you, beside you, if you have any doubt that they are just as committed, just as willing to get through this life as you are together, no matter what, then, then you're going to see some waning in that feeling of love. And right. And so like, so the question I started to ask myself, so I, at the, at the, when we first got together, I was asking myself the wrong question. We always talk about the question, right? So the, the wrong question for me, and I'm just talking about me personally was, what kind of husband does she deserve you to be? Okay, that was, that was the question I was asking. I thought it was a noble question and I would come up with these things. But I realized shortly that that was inaccurate. That a, that a better, that a more accurate question would be, what does the greatest husband imaginable act like? Regardless, regardless, regardless of the wife. <laughs> regardless of the wife, right? Because guess what? Because that person's going to upset you some days. You're not going to want to be a great person for that person some days. So if you anchor your actions in subjectivity in other people's perceptions or your perceptions of their uh, reactions to you, then the way you treat them is going to change. So that's subjective. You, you must anchor your goals in objectivity. And so the objective was regardless of how this woman treats me some days or what goes on some days, what does the best husband possible act like and act like that because that's what she needs you to be. And guess what? When you act like that, it's, it's uh, you get nothing but respect, love and appreciation back. Right. But if and no one's perfect, I'm God knows I'm nowhere near perfect. Okay. But like, uh, what was <laughs> We, I, you know, it's, it's, it's human to react to the person across from you, but you got to anchor your overall, your overall, I guess, uh, uh, commitment in, in, in a goal greater than yourself. Your values, they need yeah. to be aligned. And I just, I, I love hearing about this. And so ladies, if you're listening, please don't, don't settle because this is out there. <laughs> and this, this is possible if you have a iffy washy man or woman next to you that's not it and no. it's occupying space and energy and it really isn't the 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 true thing come in and it is about commitment respect the decision to love to be your best. I love that, Jamie. I love it. Oh, I love it. Can you be your best? Why do I have to, to be my best in this situation? Because indeed, life is all about ups and downs. You know, get naked was brought about because ups and downs in my own life. And I just mm -hmm. decided to get naked raw, real, and just share my journey with everyone. 
right or wrong it is my journey and, and whatever <laughs> you know it's been yeah. sure it blesses others when they hear it because it's not all about the smile and it's not all about the cheers and it's not all about that life is so much more than that and it's about the decisions and how strong are you in your values yeah to then be able to react to the things that happen in your life mm -hmm. i had people and i've coached people and they're like yeah you know because when i get this i will be happy i said no sweetie no, 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 no. You need to be happy now. Make that decision now. Yes. When the ups and downs of life, which will never stop coming. Never. Never. Ever. Never. No. Never told you that when and if, then it stops, then that means you're dying. Mm -hmm. It's not. While we're alive, it never stops going. So I just love what you said. And I love your love story, honestly. <laughs> I need to keep asking about yeah. it. I'm just so curious. And I always ask about what I'm curious about and Yes, go for it. Hopefully. Uh, what was the time between since you saw her? Did you see her like in person or was this like, okay, so what was the time from the time you saw her for the first time to the time you made this decision or to the time you guys got married? Okay, I'm going to give you the shortest version possible. Yes. I grew up in Northern Ontario. There's no Arabic people in Northern Ontario. Okay. So I'm the, I am the, my, me and my family, my family and I, we're the Lebanese population in Northern Ontario. Okay. Uh, so my whole life out, I grew up hearing from my mom, you got to go to Lebanon, find a good Lebanese girl. You got to go to Lebanon, find a good Lebanese girl. All this, my whole life. And I was just like, you are insane to my mom. I'm like, you're crazy. <clears throat> like I'm born and raised in Canada. I live in Northern Ontario. You think I'm going to magically fall? Like I'm going to fly across the world and fall in love with some random girl. Are you nuts? Like I was, I was ridiculing my mother. So which you can only hear us now yes i know god if, you, if you're listening to this listen to your parents they want nothing but yes, the best for you they do. And, they're, and they're right they're right i hate to admit it they're right okay so uh so it's like this so she goes to lebanon 2004 meets a now you know young lady rola you know because she hadn't seen her since she was a baby we i uh, so uh, so my family and her family live in the same building in lebanon okay so my mom's sister lives in the same building as Rola's family, my wife's family. Okay. So we would go visit my, my mom's sister, my maternal aunt, and Rola's next door. <laughs> as kids, right? As children. And so you knew her as a child? I barely knew her as a child. I didn't really know her at all. So, I, so my mom goes in 2004, sees this grown-up Rilla, or more grown Rilla anyways, comes back and says, Jamie, I have a bet for you. I said, okay, mom, bet. She goes, if... When you see Rola, when you go next summer with your dad to Lebanon, and when you see Rola, if you don't feel about her the way I know you're going to feel about her, I will never talk to you about women again. Oh, and I, I said, deal, deal. Oh, my God. Like, my mom's going to stop talking, stop bugging me about women. Fantastic. Right? So I said, deal. So I go to Lebanon 2005. Oh, and she's okay. So it's very difficult to break the ice, you know, you know, in, as you can imagine in a Middle Eastern country. So she says to break the ice. If when you see her, you feel these feelings, I know you will feel, I want you to approach her and you say to her, my mom sends you a hug and a kiss on the cheek from Canada. I said, okay, mom, very suave. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and this whole time, and, and I didn't know, by the way, that my mom, her sister and Rola's mom were all colluding, right? Oh my God. Right. So, uh, so, so I fly over in 2005 and uh, my aunt is like, 
why don't you uh, go next door and just see if anyone wants to come to the movie theater with us, right? Just, and in 2005, I barely spoke a word of Arabic. I could barely speak. So I was thinking like, why, why is she sending me? Like, I don't, you know? So anyway, so I knock on the door. Rula's mom opens the door. <laughs> so I said, hi, we want to know if the girls, like, because Rula has two sisters, if the girls want to come to the movie theater with us. And uh, Rula's mom calls. She's like, Rula, like, you know, it's like she, it was all planned. And Rula's, I can hear her in the back saying, don't, uh, she was just in pajamas, no makeup. She was cleaning. And it was the first time I'm seeing her in, in our adult life. And uh, so she comes around the corner and she's wearing this cute little pink pajama. And I look at her and uh, I just, I just say my mom and my mom really wants me to give you this hug and kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and, so that, that was in 2005. Okay. So I was 23. She was 18. Nothing came of it. Three years goes by. I fly to Dubai to shot of some chiropractors in Dubai over Christmas. And while I'm in Dubai, I was with a buddy. Who, I said, you know, I'm going to go to Lebanon. You're going to think I'm crazy. I met a girl three years ago. I think she's the one. He goes, you're nuts. Have you spoken to this girl in three years? I said, no. He says, what if she's with someone? And I said, she won't be. Like, she, she won't be after she meets me. So, uh, but, sorry, they're a little, so, uh, so I fly to Lebanon over Christmas, and uh, I sit down beside her on the couch. This is very forward in the Middle East, by the way. Okay, so I fly. I knew we were all going to see each other for Christmas. I sit down beside her on the couch. I take her ring finger, and I said, there's nothing on this. That's what I say to her. And she says, uh, no, there isn't. And she goes, by the way, we are, our engagement rings are on the right in Lebanon. I said, okay, well, there's nothing on that one either. So we started dating just like long distance. Five months goes by, we're dating long distance. I graduate Cairo school. I'm 20, 27. She's 22. She had just gotten into med school. I had just graduated. I broke up with her. I broke up with her because I, I just, uh, I said, there's no way I'm pulling this person away from med school. I'm riddled with debt. I don't have a practice. I'm still, I'm, you know, I, I, she deserves better than this. And I'm not ready to be a husband because that's what that means with a girl in that part of the world. Like, you're not just dating this person. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're, you're bringing divorce, right? Exactly. You're, you're, the only you're, point of dating is to get married, right? Well, I'm saying like, I'm not going to bring her across the world and then not marry her, exactly. right? And so I broke up with her. Um, she was clearly devastated, and uh, and uh, we didn't speak for three years. She hated me for three years. I so in 2012, three years goes by. I told you it was long. I'm, it's almost done. I promise. 2012 comes around, and um, I'm, I'm going to a wedding that she's going to be in in Lebanon. And so I call her on her birthday before the wedding from Canada. And I say, I'm going to be at the wedding. I want us to be civil. Um, can we be friendly so that everything goes well? She says, like, who says this? She says, I have, I, she says, I thought about you every day for three years. I can't promise you how I'm going to react when I see you. So, yeah. So I fly across the world. I'm, long story short, I fly across the world, knock on her door. Her mom hasn't seen me in three years. And I don't know how this woman feels about me anymore because I broke her daughter's heart three years ago. Yeah. She doesn't even say hi. She says, Rilla's right here one second. That's in three years. That's what she says. So Rilla comes around the corner. I see her. She's trying to hide the smile. Her smile is like behind her ears. I, and out of like, how many chances are you going to have? Like, how many chances are you going to have to be with someone? 
I put her against my chest auto, and I just like, uh, like I hadn't seen her in three years. I just squeezed her. I give her a kiss on the forehead, and that and that was it. And that from that moment on, this this is this woman is my wife. I knew it. I love that story. I mean, talk about men needing to grow up sometimes. <laughs> it's not like that though. I'll tell you. I think, I think she knew though, but I think she knew way earlier. I don't know. I don't know because it's not like I. It's not exactly like I just sat around not dating in those three years. Like, uh, yeah. So I, I'll say this: it's more about timing, and it's more about, and it's more about the person. I can't stress that enough. It's about finding the person who deserves the best from you, because as long as someone else isn't showing the showing you the best from them, like how much more out? How much more could she have sacrificed to be with me? There, there's, do you know what I mean? Like, there's not everything, no. everything, and so, so when I say that, like. I give an example. So when let's say we argue, the argument is so superficial to the goal of being together for the rest of our lives that it's almost inconsequential. Exactly. I mean, th there, there's me. Okay. There's her. And then there's our marriage. Right. And no matter what, what we feel at any given time about each other within all the dumb stuff that happens in real life, we can never ever fail the marriage that we both belong to, right? So I can be angry as hell with her some days. She can be angry as hell with me some days. But we're not about to fail that marriage. Are you kidding me? That's not happening. I love that. Well, I'm going to say right here on Facebook, I'm never getting married again unless I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it right here. You better look back to this interview, people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel that the, that is, is such a huge commitment that if people are not willing to make and feel this way towards then don't do it don't do it don't do it because life is difficult man life <laughs> yeah. is tough and you need to know that that teammate is with you for life through thick and thin no matter what like all those vows you take in that church they mean something that celebration you have after the fact mm -hmm. that's celebrating the fact that you just took those vows yeah. right and yeah. so I, I mean like i know people right now who are dating people that like oh my god Aura, i have friends <laughs> right now i'm not gonna name names Like I, like I had a buddy, sorry, I had a buddy, I'm not going to name any names. Sure, why not? No, okay, so, okay, who, who's dating a girl who everyone and their mother can see that he, that this girl is, is not to be married. She's just not marriage material. And so his wife, it's his wife, his mom calls me to say, Jamie, you have to talk to my son. Like the, he cannot marry this woman. And so I'm like, leave it with me. I'll give him, I'll talk, whatever. So I go, we're all out one night and she's acting the way she does. And I say to him, I say, uh, Hey man, she seems like a really sweet girl. He says, Oh, Oh really? I say, yeah, yeah. Really nice meeting her. I, I said, I bet you can't wait to have a whole bunch of daughters exactly like that. What? <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, you, when you marry this girl, when you have daughters she's the one raising those daughters right so they're going to be exactly like her so i bet you can't wait for that to raise those daughters Ouch. he didn't he didn't talk to me the rest of the night four days later his mom calls me to tell me they broke up ah! right? so so like it, it like if you <laughs> like you 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 if you don't want children like the person you're dating you're dating the wrong person yeah right like i have i have friends oh my god I have friends who are dating people you wouldn't even employ at minimum wage, okay? 
I, I like I, I'm I'm being dead serious. Like I have I have friends who are dating people who, in my worst day in practice, if all of my girls left me, and I needed someone to come and save my practice for a week while I hired more people, I wouldn't hire them to do it. And you're gonna you're gonna make this person like the COO or the CFO of your company for life? Are you kidding me? Like use your brain. What kind of characteristics do you want in a person you're gonna spend the rest of your life with, right? It, it, it's the thing is that most people don't even sit down to know that. That's the thing. You have to know what your values are. You have to know where you stand, what you really want for that long vision, who you're willing to commit to and why. You got to know and the thing people don't because they're just too distracted. We're going through the motions and, you know, hey, I made plenty of mistakes in my life. And I just I feel that when you get down and you write and you figure it out and you have that plan, that vision, even though God sometimes can laugh at your plans, but at least you have some kind of a center yeah. that is going to keep you. So whatever comes and goes, you know how to ask those questions better. And you yeah. see the truth when it's in front of you. Because, hey, ladies, I'm going to say it. Sometimes we get blinded by stupid sh stuff. Yes. <laughs> and so, and, and I'm not talking about money or titles. I'm talking about other stupid stuff, even stupider than that. And, yeah. and, and other people see it, but we don't want to see it because we are having fun in the moment, right? Yep. And, and we just want to just go with emotions. And that's how life passes you by. And I know plenty of people that, that are, you know, are wasting their energy in the wrong relationships. Yeah, we both know that, right? And um, probably serving them. For a reason and so i always say okay if you don't think you're going to be with this person then what are you learning or what are you teaching because there's always that exchange of energy until you can become that person and then it's going to want to commit if that's what you want right yeah. uh yeah. some people don't want that and that's fine too but at least knowing where you're at and that's where i feel we lack we mm -hmm. lack taking the time to know what our values are we lack taking the time to find out what we really want what we really want to give because in turn, it's not, you're just telling me your beautiful stories, what you're giving that you're getting back, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. You receive here. And it's like you wanting to be the best husband ever. So no matter what comes your way, you stay strong. And you stay on the path that you decided, both decided to join together. Yeah. And I think that's where, where, where we lack so much, that we just don't get naked enough to find out our truth to find out and we lie to ourselves constantly because I'm sure just with the example you gave up of your friends and I have plenty of examples too and I've lied to myself plenty too so I'm in this with you okay so <clears throat> sometimes we just we know the truth but we don't want to admit it we yeah. say we want something but we do the opposite and, and that's how energy is wasted and just you know and time goes by and then you don't realize and you're in a 10-year relationship that's going nowhere, that is never the person that was going to build that building with you, right? To build in the direction that you both decided to go yeah. and, and, and you spread ways because then anything can come and just like blow you and yeah. it's away. You're absolutely so, right. And, and, and really, like you're so bang on with the values and, and what, you, what you prioritize in your life. Yeah. Because... So before I'm, you know, before Rolla, my career was doing something very specific. I had a very specific outlook for my career. One of the hardest realizations I've ever come to in my life was that everyone who had what I was after professionally, 
you know, the coaching and the traveling and the speaking and the whatever. Everyone who had that was divorced. Everyone I know. And it was like someone kicked me in my stomach when I realized that. And, and I just have an aversion to it because my parents are divorced. And so it's just something I don't choose from. I don't want to, you know, I don't, no one goes into a marriage thinking, next. thinking divorce, right? And so I, I, just had to, I just had to really take a step back and say, okay, all of these fantastic human beings with all the fantastic things they're doing, that you're mirroring yourself like, that you have pictures with, seminars, and, and, you know, and all this stuff. All of them are on their second, third divorce, or second and third marriage. And I, and I just, I had to, it, really, it really forced me to, to kind of pause in my tracks and, and just ask, what is it that you want? Mm-hmm. You know, what is, it, what is it, what are your, where are the priorities? I mean, I, and sometimes divorce is out of your hands, obviously. And I don't suggest anyone stay in a marriage that is mentally, emotionally, physically abusive, obviously. But I mean, when you can see predictors and you're able to take a step back and kind of reevaluate, it kind of, it really set the tone for my career after that because I couldn't give my energy to both. There was no way. There's no way I could be what Rola needed to me what Roland needed me to be in that moment while also chasing that, that professional dream. And don't get me wrong. It sucked. I mean, my, my practice was doing, was doing this. Like it was, it was, it was really taking off and, and marriage, I mean, really leveled off that really leveled off that, that, that professional and financial validation that I was receiving. And uh, I just had to read, I had to basically change what I thought my goals were for my life. And, and now I'm in this kind of limbo professionally again, after leaving my practice of seven years and moving to a new city so that Rilla could then uh, pursue her career, which was one of the biggest changes in our lives. I mean, when she was accepted as a medical doctor in a <clears throat> Canadian residency, I don't think people realize how near impossible that is. What the year that she was accepted, she was one out of six in all of Canada out of 3,200 applications to be accepted in her specialty. And so I told her, my promise to you in our marriage is that I'm going to do everything I can to provide for you the best I can. You'll never want for anything. And if you ever get into medicine, I will shut down my practice and we will go anywhere you need to go. If you're willing to give up everything you know, I'll give up what I need to give up so that we can reevaluate our goals and move forward together. And so she's now three years through her residency. We have a baby on our first baby on the way. We couldn't be more ecstatic, but I mean, your goals will evolve and change. And as you change as a person grow, evolve. So we so will your goals, right? Yeah. It was, it was just a difficult undertaking. So are you practicing now? I'm practicing. Yeah. I'm practicing in Ottawa. Uh, I, I don't have my own practice anymore. It's uh, I, I work with, I'm, act, I'm actually practicing from two clinics. Uh, so yeah, I practice from two clinics and, uh, it's, it's going well, it's going, it's not like the, it's not the, you know, the crazy hustle, bustle, whatever, but it's like a pause and it's cool because I get to work my own hours. And now that the kid's on the way, I'm going to get to be home. With and the kid. Who, who says this is not success? This mm-hmm. is the paper 
right, feels so wrong that everybody has <clears throat> this weird definition of success. And, you know, I, I've sacrificed also some things because obviously I value for me, my biggest value after my two divorces, yes, right. against this is in my kids, right, has been, get, you know, making sure that they are, that I'm doing the best I can. That's guess it has been my biggest commitment because I have messed up in other areas or call it whatever you want to call. It. Yeah. So and I've, you know, my my journey has been very colorful. Hence, the Naked series was born because of an abusive relationship and everything else. But has been and that has obviously uh, changed other things. So there's other things that I cannot be the definition of success at and who cares yeah right it's your life exactly happy. i mean my definition of success is seeing how amazing those two kids are it of just course feels so happy i don't think i think if my kids suck and i had millions of dollars in the bank i wouldn't be that wouldn't happy. be worth anything so it, it goes depending on your values and yes your, and your goals change and they morph and they can add and your life can become whatever it is you define it as, as long as it's going with your core values. Yep, so I think that is so, so important. And success, please, how many people I know that are very successful and are miserable? I'll tell you this. It's like, like. You know, I'll you and me know plenty. So, and I've been, you know, because of all the leaders I've taken and my mission trips and, and yes. And, the, and, and I, that's why I talk so much about relationship. This is my thing now. Yes. I love it because that's what you, that's going to give you your heart goal. Yeah. That is the biggest account you should be working on. Cause that's the only one you're going to be able to enjoy here. Take with you, leave behind everything else. The rest is fluff. And it comes to those. You know how much life experience you need to get to that point where you are right now? I mean, when I left my practice in Sudbury, I'll tell you, Ada, I, it, it was the most difficult thing I had ever done. So, so much, and I'm just speaking, I'm not trying to be chauvinistic or man or whatever here, okay? But just, I'm just speaking my experience. Like, as a man, so much of my identity was wrapped up in what I could provide for my wife that when that was taken away, I didn't know who I was anymore. I, I literally, I felt worthless. I felt worthless after everything I'd done, everything, after everything I'd provided, after everything I'd secured for her, I still felt worthless because I wasn't bringing in these fantastic sums of money and, 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 and the, like it, I didn't feel like me. I, I mean, I, it, it, it was the hardest thing I've ever lived through. I, and I'm not exaggerating that when I say it. I'm not trying to be sensational here. I, I'm, I'm being as honest as I can. And, I, and I, if you want to get really naked and vulnerable here, like I, I've, uh, I've full on, I was full on depressed, full on depression. I mean, like I'm talking like not me at all, like moping around the house, not knowing what to do, who I was, I, it was, it was terrible. And it took for her to remind me of who I was and what I was capable of for me to jump back up and take this goddamn life back because no one's going to live it for me. And I'm an incredible human being and I'm going to continue to do incredible things. And, and, and it, it, but it, to, to have that identity taken and stripped down I mean, it was like, it was like, I, I literally did not know who I was anymore because so much of it was 
wrapped up in my capacity to provide from a financial perspective and money's fine now. I mean, like it's, it's, that's not the issue. I'm just saying as terms of an identity. So yeah. now I, the, the, the goal now is to find other ways to be productive, to provide in other ways. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, there are mil- is, if I feel, if I feel productive, if I'm doing things, uh, I'm, I'm good to go. And I, and, and I, I have with 100% certainty, I know with 100% certainty that um, what a crucial role I have in this life and in this marriage. And that's, and that's what keeps, you know, that's what keeps us both moving forward. And that's what's going to keep you creating and mm-hmm. changing and lighting up your life in different ways. And it's totally, totally fine. Again, I one, one of the exercises, you just brought it up. Uh, one of the exercises I do, um, the get naked experience that I do through those workshops uh, is to strip down yourself from all the titles, right? Mm-hmm. Because when we strip down ourselves from all the titles, the accomplishments, the things that we believe is what makes us because... I am so much more than a chiropractor and a speaker and a mother, and I'm more than that. And so when I'm stripped down of all of that, what do you see, right? And yeah. that's where we build up because yeah. then you can add and subtract and this and that, and you're still going to be you, and you're still going to be centered in that, and it's still going to be beautiful no matter what happens and no matter how many times you move and, and how your life circumstances change and you're about to have a baby, so many new things, so many, oh, trust me, this, this is going to about just revolve in, in ways that you never thought your life yeah. would and, and emotions and changes, it's so, so much. But it's all about going. That's why I call this program "Naked," right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first time I saw it, I was like, "What?" There's, there's, well, yeah, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. Even there's plenty of skinny dipping on those machine trips. I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's about removing all those layers and all the titles and all the lies and all the resentments and all the things that we thought mm-hmm. it should be. Yep. No, and so we can see our own truth and then build from the core because if the foundation is not good, just like with chiropractic, just like with anything, the building is gonna crumble. And exactly, it goes that decision, it's not gonna go anywhere, right? And so, yeah, this has been so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I know I've taken right. more of your time than I should have, not but at all. This is right. this is so great. I, I I love it. I love that you were so raw and real. I love that you share your your story with your beautiful wife. That I can't wait to meet. I want to bring her up on a mission trip soon. Yes, I can't wait to meet her. She just seems she just seems fantastic, and you just the way you describe her, I just loved her a little bit more. <laughs> uh, so so congratulations. Thank you for having me on. Keep on this and remember this life can change many, many times, but as long as you stay centered on your true values, it doesn't matter. Kindness, kindness to yourself, right? Yes, love yourself. No exactly. Bad. Be, be true to yourself because this is another one. Again, like we were talking about people staying in relationships that are not going anywhere. Is you're lying to yourself because you justify that lie with some other thing that you're covering <laughs> up and you keep justifying it. You're like, but look, she is good here, you know, because you don't want to see your own truth because guess what? Truth hurts. Yeah. Truth hurts. Well, that's why people, I say like people, the reason so many people want to change the world is because it's infinitely easier than changing themselves. 
right? True, so true. My God, it's so true. And that's why we put ourselves, we get ourselves busy with doing a thousand things, but sitting down and writing down our life plan is too hard. Yes, exactly. Who can do that? What is your purpose? Uh, I don't know. Who has time for that? You know, I have to watch Game of Thrones. Um, so, you know, but I don't, I don't watch Game of Thrones. So shoot me because I'm probably the 1% don't that worry. know what's going on with TV. But, um, but, you know, this has been lovely. And where can people find you if they want to just find you, bother you with more questions, or just get beautiful pictures of you and your lovely wife and that wedding? I loved it. I love it. Did I you watch it? It was insane. That was one of my promises to her. I said, you leave everything, I'll give you the wedding of your dreams. Insane. I was like, mm -hmm. I want to go over there. I want to eat. I want to dress up like that. I want to <laughs> I want to. <laughs> so if they want to watch the wedding, they can just go to Vimeo.com and search Lebanese Dream Wedding, and it'll blow your mind. Oh, it's about a half hour. And oh, if you want to talk to me, just add me to Facebook, Jamie Corey, J-A-M-I-E-K-H-O-U-R-Y. Or if you have you know professional questions or anything of that nature, feel free. Uh, go to Facebook again. Dr. Jamie Corey dash life doc, one word, life doc, Ottawa. And, uh, and yeah, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, love it. Love it. If you guys like this, please share with your friends. If you have friends that are in relationships and friends that want to get married, this is the, this is the live to share with them because <laughs> this was so full of value, so full of naked tips, so full of, uh, of, of wonderful concepts that we need to have ingrained in our souls again. If you want to thrive in those things that I call your heart account, which are your relationships. I'm about to also plug in soon enough. I'm having a, uh, 21 day get naked transformation experience that I'm going to get a Facebook group on and we're all going to transform and get naked together and so I will be posting that soon Fantastic. And I hope you guys want to join thank you so much Dr. Jamie for being such a, such a trooper and just being open here I know it's not easy and being vulnerable is not easy if not everybody was doing it and thank you for giving us a few slaps in the head with those <laughs> concepts because it is true and honestly slapped me a couple of times i was like oh damn uh, <laughs> no so, so thank you thank you so much i love and appreciate you everybody have yourself a love blessed and day go be naked stay true ciao all right Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Naked Show with Dr. Aura. If you want to contact my guests, you can do so in the links below. And if you feel stuck in your life and you want to know if Get Naked to Thrive is the right program for you, please contact me to schedule a free discovery call. Remember, we all want the same thing, to be heard, to be loved, to make a difference in this world and live our best lives. So let's start using all these tools so we can rise together. I hope you have a blessed day and see you in the next episode of the Get Naked Show.